You're listening to the official podcast of Asbury University, produced by students with God-honoring conversations that inform, edify, and encourage. This is Asbury. We explore culture and current topics through a Christian worldview, promoting a well-balanced life, and we empower our community to belong, become, and be set apart. I'm your host, Abby Lobb. Welcome to This is Asbury. Welcome to This is Asbury, and welcome back, Dr. Brown. We've just had this amazing series of discussions about Asbury's theme of belonging, becoming, and being set apart. So now we're going to have a little fun. So after everyone's checked out those conversations, we just want people to have a chance to get to know you a bit better if they're new to Asbury or new to the podcast. So we'd like to just ask you a few questions, and I want to preface this with that. These are representative of students. Students have asked a lot of these questions. So here we go. Here we go. All right, where are you from? I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, and born and raised, and went to high school there. And it should be pronounced Louisville after King Louis, but we say Louisville. But someone told me, a student told me that I said Louisville from stage, and I said, no, I didn't. They said, no, you did. And my wife said, I actually think you said Louisville. So it was a really disappointing moment, but hopefully not a mistake I will repeat. Don't let it happen again. Um, (laughs) So what are you reading right now, Dr. Brown? Well, I'm reading Uncommon Ground, and that is the book that was chosen for our liberal arts seminar book this year. It's Tim Keller and John Inazu. It's a lot of essays on how do we stay committed to our faith, and yet kind of navigate a pluralistic culture that's increasingly divisive. So I think a really relevant book. I've been reading off and on, as I have the time, Sources of the Self by Charles Taylor. And so just a, it's a very thick book, but it's excellent and kind of a philosophical history of how we've come to understand identity and how that's changed over time. And I think that's been really important. I love Simone Weil. She's a 20th century author. I just read an anthology of her writing. And at night, I'm rereading. I've read this before, but it's such a great book. The River of Doubt, Candace Millard. This was when Teddy Roosevelt and several others went down an unknown river on the Amazon. And so for some reason, I find these books relaxing to read before I go to bed, (laughs) even though the story's rather harrowing. Sounds terrifying, yes. (laughs) Well, speaking of books, are you going to write another book soon? Uh, You know, I'm not sure. I doubt it. There are some articles uh, I'm working on right now, and I love writing. A book is just its quite an undertaking, but I'm enjoying just writing some articles at, at this time. Yeah, well, speaking of media, what's the last film you watched or a podcast you listened to that changed or strengthened your opinion on a topic? Uh, I would say a podcast that I listened to that really um, I, I found tremendous It was on the Trinity Forum. I consume a lot of their information. And it's an initiative called The After Party. And this is Russell Moore, David French, and Curtis Chang. And one of our board members actually, uh, and Asbury graduate, works with them in marketing, Jamie Higdon. And it was just a really outstanding interview with the Trinity Forum. And they're talking about how to faithfully navigate an increasingly polarized political moment and again in a pluralistic society but in a way that's faithful 
and that elevates our Christian commitments first and foremost. So some really great thinking along those lines and something that really inspired me. When you pause and take notes and repeat things, you know that you're really digging into a podcast. Yes. Well, you read a lot. You listen to podcasts. If you had lots of time on your hands for other hobbies, what would they be? I love fishing, and I always tell people I really, really fished and did a lot of outdoor things, and then I got married. Uh, And so I'm starting to get into those things more as I have the time with my kids. And yeah, I've, I've not had as much time, but that was one of my favorite hobbies years ago and just found it so relaxing. It is. It's really fun when you catch a fish and then you're like, okay, what do I do with this now? Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what I do. Well, speaking of your family and marriage, how long have you and Maria been married? We've been married 21 years and we have three kids, Campbell, Ada, and Oliver. That's great. Well, during this semester's busy moments, you know, busy moments with family, all of the above, what do you like to do with your family for fun? We love to get ice cream together. Everyone's got a sweet tooth. And so we do that um, several times a week, more than we should. (laughs) Where's your go-to place for ice cream? Oh, we've done graders. Um, There is a really wonderful gelato place in Lexington whose name escapes me. Brewsters, Culver's, so we'll kind of make the rounds. And there's ice cream right here in Wilmore, too. Uh, Yes, I should have mentioned the confectionery. (laughs) We go there. We do breakfast for dinner probably once or twice uh, a week as well. My kids are pretty involved in a lot of different activities, sports, and different things. So we joke that that kind of 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. hour set of hours is, is second shift, and so... I spend a lot of time going to some of their events. Uh, my parents are in Louisville, and I have a sister and her husband are in Louisville, so we try to see them. And my daughter and I make a North Lime Donut run every Saturday. Oh. It is one of my favorite times of the week. She's the only other coffee drinker in our family. I'm a pathological coffee drinker, so she joins me in that, and it's a great father-daughter time. That's great. Well, Asbury is in a small town of Wilmore here in central Kentucky. It's beautiful, but it's small. What's your favorite thing to do here? Well, I've often said one of the things I love about Asbury's location is if you drive 15 minutes north, you're in the second largest municipality in the state of Kentucky, and there's tons of stuff to do. And if you drive 15 minutes south, you are in Shaker Village. where <laughs> Or the river. Or the river, yeah. It, you... You are in a rural space where you can hike, you can escape, you can get away. And so we just have access to all these really wonderful things around us. The horse farms are just breathtakingly beautiful. So I hike probably almost every weekend. My youngest son often goes with me. If I buy him a Sprite, he will (laughs) attend. I love doing things on campus with our students. There is nothing more edifying than a campus event sporting event, a production, musical performance, a kind of fun night with students. Students are awesome. And those events just really inspire me to to get up the next morning and do this work. And if we have friends or visitors come and, and see us in Kentucky, we'll try to do something that is quintessentially Kentucky. So we might go to the Gorge and go to Miguel's 
drink ale aids, you know, the, those kinds of things that are kind of unique to the area. So I love where we live. It's, it's just so beautiful. Definitely. Well, you've been president for a couple of years. You're fairly new-ish. <laughs> but before that, you were a professor of business. So do you miss being, you know, strictly an educator? Do you still weave those duties into your presidential duties? Yes. I have to confess, I love teaching. And I would say that while I serve as an administrator right now, now, my self-understanding has always been that I'm an educator, first and foremost. And so if there's an opportunity to guest lecture in a class or even to like go to a panel and listen to other faculty and staff and students, it's just really, really edifying. But teaching, we've all been shaped by teachers. And so I just have a deep respect for so many teachers in my life. And the opportunities I had to attempt to do the same thing with students, I used to just think, oh my goodness, what a gift. I can't believe that I get to do this and do it in such an intentionally, deliberately communal environment like Asbury. So yeah, I, I do miss that. So as you're approaching this school year, um, we're recording this over the summer, school starting in a few weeks, which is hard to believe. So as you're approaching this new year, what's a word or a value that you're taking into it? Expectancy would be a word. I was just truly blown away by the outpouring and so just excited and expectant to see the unfolding of, uh, to use a metaphor from an earlier podcast, the embers that were produced from that, not just in our community, but in so many other spaces. And then I, I just think this Matthew 5:16 idea, we let our light so shine before others so that they can see our good works, but that those good works point to the glory of God. I think that's how we make our witness in this moment. It's how we bear witness. So that's a value that we're not just sharing our argument, but we're demonstrating it and we're expressing it through our actions. As I like to say, we're performing our values. And so that's something that I really want to take into this year, not just for myself, but for my whole, for our whole community. Uh, so that we can do that together. Yeah. And aside from Asbury, just you personally, what's God teaching you right now in this season? I think to see a bigger picture than what is in front of me on a day-to-day -day basis, to see the larger landscape. And the older I get, the more I appreciate the important people in my life, my family and friends. And so to continue to make investments in those things that are a deep source of meaning. Just in closing, you know, this is, again, we've relaunched the Asbury podcast into this new format. What do you want listeners to get out of this? I'm really excited about this podcast. I love that students have their hand in this. And I want listeners to be inspired and encouraged by women and men who are just thinking carefully together about how to be faithful in all dimensions of our life, our thoughts, our beliefs, our values our practices, our relationships, our commitments, and our moral development. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of This is Asbury. To learn more about Asbury University, visit asbury.edu.